confirm for me one thing. That was a personal vendetta from Goldman Sachs. Because, of course, Goldman Sachs runs the Treasury. And he said, absolutely. Absolutely. Because it was the only bank that went bankrupt. Every other bank has been bailed out. And it was a complete targeted vendetta towards Bear Stearns. But what was the reason? Hatred. Well, the I mean, what, the what, Goldman what, guys are dicks. And because Bear Stearns was outside of the system, kind of. You know, they, they were their own independent. They didn't play nicely with everybody. They just kind of did their own thing. And, they, you know, they had their own, their own. They didn't play with the, with the group. They didn't suck up to the Treasury. And the Treasury being Goldman Sachs guys. And look at it. Look at who was in Timothy Geithner. You know, look at uh, all these. Who, who was the you other know, guy? Everybody's the- saying, you know, in business and everywhere else, you know, whatever you do, you can't get around this. Although there's a bunch of do, you know, a bunch of goody goodies out there that don't want to believe this simple fact. People hold grudges. Grudges, absolutely. Big and they, time. And they sit on the grudge for years. And when they have the chance, they will stick it in you. Yeah, well, you know, I probably would do the same thing. You do it all the time to me. I don't, I don't do it to you ever. By the way, by the way, I'm I, just laying in wait. Yes, you are. Ah, I can strike. Finally, I can get that long-haired freak. Episode 34, Scary Technology. Hello, and welcome to episode 34 of Jay Won't Dart's podcast, where I play endless clips of other people talking for an hour straight. This episode, I've got a lot of good No Agenda podcast clips to play about scary technology that's either out now or coming out very soon, apparently. I don't believe all of this stuff is 100% true. Then again, it always takes 20 plus years to find out what America has today. Think about the SR-71 recon plane that cruises at the edge of space at Mark III, spying on people, or the nearly invisible B-2 bomber. We know about these things. They're not really used at all now, so America must have greatly superior replacements, which we'll find out about one day in the future. My next episode will be titled, The Joys of Human Invention. It'll serve to counter this crazy and terrifying episode, so don't take that cyanide pill just yet. Episode 35 will hopefully give you a reason to live. So, many of these rumoured technologies will no doubt turn out to be true. The question is, which are real and will be used against you, and which ones are just a pipe dream? Ex-IBM employee, 31-year-old ex-IBM employee, according to this ex-employee, the highly publicized mandatory switch from analog to digital television is mainly being done to free up analog frequencies to make room for scanners used to read RFID. Are you not shocked, John? I'm uh, skeptical. They can read RFID now just fine with the. They were reading RFID before they took the signals off the air. Yes. What's going to change? Because this will be the more powerful version of RFID, which of course coincides beautifully with the real ID driver's licenses that are now being put out with all of the, well, RFID in everything, so that they'll literally be able to sit in the control room and say, ah, where's uh, Gitmo Nation inhabitant uh, John C. Dvorak 337945? Ah, yes, we see him sitting there across the river, the bay, whatever that water is. According to the CDC, 100,000 plus people in the U.S. have flu, half have swine flu. <laughs> according to the, this is on WebMD, making it up. <laughs> yeah, but this is on WebMD, and it, and it's according to the, more than one hundred thousand Americans probably have the flu, and at least half of these cases are H one N one swine flu, as CDC expert estimates. There you go. So I had season. it. I had it, dude. I had the swine flu. You I'm telling like you, I had think it. You did. Of course, I did. You need to get t- tested. You do, do, the antibodies would be in your body still, so yeah, you should. Uh, yeah. Well, I'm not confirm. letting. I'm not letting them put any needles in me. Hmm. Not even to test. Who knows? If it well, might smell like almonds. Well, or, or they might inject me sick. with a chip, a GPS chip. By the way, the GPS chip. I mean, we're, there's so much. They're so far advanced. They have RFID dust now, where you can just sprinkle this dust on someone and they can track you. And I no s- bullshit. No, absolute RFID d- dust is for real. It's for real. And um, it was funny because uh, when, we went, not, I, uh, when we went to Portugal, 
Uh, so Dexter came with us, and Dexter has a British passport, a Gitmo Nation East passport, and and I was like, uh, "Do you have a recent one?" Yeah, I got a recent passport because you know if you have the if you if you have if you have a chipped passport, then uh, it's much easier because the reader can you know can uh, get all the info, and it's uh, it's going to be a requirement, obviously. And I, I look and I look at the yeah you have I have one too, but you know it's like a very little itty bitty chip right in ours. But in the UK passport, John, I got, I'm going to take a picture. I'm going to scan his passport. So you have the, the chip in the middle. The antenna is the entire back of the passport. There's wire all the way around it. They could pick this thing up from fucking space. It's amazing how big the antenna is on the, the UK uh, passport. I wonder if the, you know, I have a wallet. Uh, I'll talk about the brand and then give the guy a, a Faraday cage wallet? Yeah. You have that? You I use wonder that? if so the Faraday cage wallet's interesting because it, I think it stops the uh, U.S. passport, but I use a, a key card at uh, Ziff Davis at the office building when I go do Cranky Geeks, and I've put the key card inside one of these wallets, and it, and it blows through the Faraday really? cage. Wow. But it's got a big, it's a big, just like what you're describing, it's, got a, it's a huge key card. It's a big one. Yeah. And uh, which probably has a big antenna on it. I say you should and get your goes, money back from that uh, Faraday cage wallet. Well, it's not. It's meant for passports. I don't know if it's meant for a key card, but whatever the case is, it I was meant I, for credit cards. All kinds. Of, it's, it, aren't they? Isn't credit cards yeah, another big thing? Be, yeah. 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 yeah we to, we're gonna. But it's a, you know it's a nice wallet anyway. But the point is is that I, I wonder if that wallet will protect against a big antenna that they have in those. You, I doubt it. Uh, it was a uh, Canberra. Is it Canberra? Canberra, right? Canberra-based scientist who uh, came up with a theory that swine flu must have come from a laboratory or laboratory, as yeah. we say in Gitmo Nation East. Uh, Adrian Gibbs researched. He said genetic markers suggest the combination of genes and the virus was not a natural event. Of course, the World Health Organization, the WHO, won't be fooled again. Says the virus probably evolved naturally. So I just want you to know that they're out there debunking. And, uh, you know, quote, the other group of scientists felt that the original hypothesis does not really stand up to scrutiny. And this is how scientific process can work in the context of this kind of public health emergency. Well, it's funny how they, they, they go along with the, you know, this kind of debate, except when it comes to global warming. Right. Everybody they, they don't debate it there. That. Yeah. Everybody, because Joy told us so. Yeah, everybody. <laughs> Without exception. Uh-huh. Every single scientist in the entire universe. Our actual RFID, which is a, is a 0.5 watts. Is in the 800 megahertz band. Right, right in the sweet spot of all the TV signals we turned off. 800 hospitals are now chipping their patients. Yeah, well, there's a... Uh, hospitals in at... Puerto Rico putting chips into arms of Alzheimer's Oh, here's patients. an interesting one. Hold on. At 902 to 928 megahertz, there's a UHF... Oh, this is an SRD. This is different. But it's, it's fascinating because it's four watts against spread spectrum. I'm sure that some of our producers out there have uh, plenty of information on uh, the, the different types of art. Well, you've seen the videos of guys driving through uh, the streets. and of, I think it was, um, I want to say Chicago maybe, with an RFID reader and just picking up passports and credit cards and all kinds of stuff. This shit works, man. It's a good technology. The, and, now, uh, and they have the RFID dust that you can literally sprinkle on someone. Well, that's bullshit. Okay. The uh, automatic vehicle identification is another one of these uses. And this one here is there's a four watt system that's available at the two point four to two point five gigahertz. I think this is this range. is about the time where I say we all should be folding our tinfoil hats. Well, you're you wait, hold on. A Yours isn't on. <laughs> no. I'm sorry. Are you wearing yours? I don't. I don't see. I don't believe half of this crap. <laughs> but you got to. This this thing is. There's something to this, John. There's really something to this. The article. Of well, course, you know, they be, may have to track pets. My <laughs> pets are all chipped. Yeah, you don't have any pets. My ex pets. Um. So you'll find the article in the show notes at noagenda. Are your wait? Are your pets chipped? Yes. The. Uh, yeah, so in other words, you're, you've actually helped contribute to the cause because essentially what you've done, if nobody ever chipped their pets or used this technology, they, they'd stop making it. Yeah, but then I'd have to kill my pets, and I didn't feel like that. 
And it's not just that. It's in your passport. It's in your driver's license, or it will be. It's uh, it's everywhere. You can't get away yeah, from you it. Know, it's you in can your protect yourself pass. against this thing. You can get like, one of the wallets that is available with the... Um, yeah, but it, isn't it interesting that all the stuff that has been talked about for for a decade that people have guffawed and scoffed at is now actually happening? It's really, it, you know, that we're being conditioned to accept chipping, you know, oh, you, you can track your kids, you'll never lose them. You know, all this stuff is, it's coming true, dude. Back to Monsanto, I'm going to read this, a sentence here. Germany published an article about the toxic nature of Monsanto. That's because somebody in the chat room mentioned that I keep talking about bees, but I never bring it back up. But since we talked about Monsanto, I should bring this, make this, read this quote. Please do. Uh, Germany published an article about the toxic nature, nature of Monsanto's triple hybrid GM corn and its effect on bees in 2005. Why wouldn't the media here mention that GM corn is the likely cause of the bees disappearing? Could it be that Monsanto is a massive multinational corporation with a market capitalization of $30 billion? Anyway, there is some issues with the uh, with the, some of these crops and the fact that these bees have disappeared. And then now we have this other anomaly, which all these bats are dying. We don't really need to have our bees and our bats dying. No, and they're I'd kind be, of handy I think that have. should be top of the news. I think that the journalists in this country should be doing nothing other than covering that story. It's like a, it's like a, you know, the end of humanity story. But no, we're going to be covering, you know, Michael Jackson. Michael Jackson, so. yes, exactly. M- meanwhile... And they're still baffled over this fungus that is attacking bats and has hit most about pretty close to most of the states so far. And it's just something that gets on the bat's nose and it kills them. And the uh, uh, I know that we have bats around here once in a while. I, I, bats are unbelievable. They absolutely do a wonderful job. Of, I mean, they eat like their weight in mosquitoes every day. It's just an amazing animal. Could, could it be that the bats are susceptible to dengue? I don't think it's dengue causing mold on their nose. No, but I mean, if they're eating mosquitoes, isn't that how you get uh, dengue? Not, not by eating mosquitoes. What? what? Okay. <laughs> How'd you get dengue? Ah, oh, it's just I had a snack of chocolate-covered mosquitoes yesterday. I guess one of them had dengue. All right. Well, the bees is more worrisome than uh, than the bats to me. I think they're both very worrisome. But I do like I do like the concept that they're eating or they're pollinating. Monsanto genetically engineered pollen, and it's killing them. I mean, it makes sense. It, they, how many tests have they done with rats and mice, and they, they feed genetically engineered corn and wheat to them, and these fuckers turn over and die within 48 hours? I mean, this is, this is no surprise. Think well, about the one that's really disconcerting, the really disconcerting one is the ones that have been genetically engineered to resist certain kinds of toxins, like the Roundup Ready, yeah, you know, Roundup are. Ready. So you can spray Roundup, which is not the safest thing in the world. And of course, that that movie, uh, The World According to Monsanto, which everybody who listens to the show has to watch. And it's variously buried on the internet here and there because it's been suppressed. It should have been playing, been played on every PBS station in the country. The uh, Wellington, Florida. That's interesting. The I've Germans, uh, the Germans are fighting against the patent, or as we say in the United Kingdom, Gitmo Nation East, a patent application filed in 2005 by Monsanto. Uh, who, of course, uh, want to patent the pig. What? Yes, they want to patent the pig. What do you mean they want to patent the pig? Well, Monsanto has filed a patent uh, for, of course, a genetic manipulated pig. And these pigs are meatier and smell less, I, I presume. Um, and And good on you, Germany. I think Germany... I think they're pretty pure. I don't think Angela Merkel is in the game. I think she's just, you know, kind of like a peon who gets shuttled around. She's really trying. She's an idiot. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) That's another way to put it. (laughs) But uh, uh, good on the Germans for freaking out over this stuff, man. Good for them, especially yeah. about pigs. I mean, that's, a, that's hey, you know what difference outrageous. does it make? Well, it's like patenting a, a dog that's been bred. I mean, okay, this is genetically altered, but what difference does it make? Well, if you breed two dogs and you get a new breed of dogs, you're going to patent the dog. I mean, they could they never did that with the, you know what the Germans are mad about because they never could do that with the Weimaraner. The old thing was that you know the Weimaraner was a dog that was bred specifically to be a super dog, smarter, you know, could hunt, do all these things, could talk. 
And, really? Uh, well, maybe not that, but they did a lot. And then they, you know, it was kept as a proprietary dog. They wouldn't ever let a breeding pair out. Hmm. And then one got away or something. The next thing you know, there were Weimaraners all over the all over the world because it was, you know, but then they, of course, are not as, I don't know if they're better or worse, but uh, what they, that's the way you do it. You don't do it by trying to patent the, the an animal. It's ridiculous. Well, they may get away with it. Maybe not in Germany, but I'm certain they're going to get it, get away with it somewhere, and then we'll be importing them. Uh, somehow, well, you know, I don't want to eat this thing. No, no, definitely don't want to you know, eat it. You know, you know, there's so many pigs. You know, the the, the variety of pigs that are available already it's enormous. This thing is probably, what is the reason, I'm looking at the pig story here, what is the point? It's going to produce more pork while receiving less animal feed. I guess that's the thing, okay? Well, if you look at, yes, if you look at it from the uh, New World Order, global government, international court perspective, of course, the, you know, they're eugenicists by nature, and they know that the population is out of control, growing exponentially, and we have to kill people, so we've, you know, you know my stance on that. Um but the food supply is the biggest problem. So someone's got to supply the food, and it and might as well be them. And they've figured out ways to to make more. Basically, it's more pig, more pig for the money. In the meantime, they become fabulously wealthy. Um, they have a lock on food distribution, which means you really you thought money controlled people, control the food, and uh, and you'll kill a lot of people at the same time because that shit ain't good to eat. Well, this pig, yeah, was well, like that. And Monsanto milk. is all over the White House administration, all over it. Yeah, they're they're loaded up, embedded. I mean, it's like that milk, uh, you know, that bovine, whatever the heck it is, they shoot into cows again to produce more milk. I don't know if any, you know, that is the worst milk there is. I mean, the stuff is I've had tasted it. It is tasteless. It's like drinking white wa water that's been, you know, somebody mixed some white stuff in it. It has no flavor. Has no milk flavor. It's crap. Well, I, I wouldn't want this stuff. I think this is a bad idea. Let's uh, go back to swine flu for a moment. Uh -oh. back, to, back to get well. We might as well stay in Argentina. Well, we talked about that on Sunday. We read the letter that uh, that Argentina uh, is freaking out now that you know all the mainstream media there is talking nothing more about all oh, the all oh, the people dying from swine flu. It's now showing up in uh, mainstream media in Europe as another. You know, another part of proof that we really need to get take the shot. You need the shot. Um, in the United Kingdom, a bishop has advised that holy water must be removed from churches in a bid to halt the spread of swine flu. <laughs> the water in stoops can hey, easily... Hey, it's holy water. It's been blessed. How can it give anyone swine flu? <laughs> the water in... Is it a stoop? Is that what it's called? A stoop? S-T-O-U-P? Stoop? Is what the thing that holds the water? Yeah. I it's didn't know that, actually. It can easily known. become a source of infection and means a rapidly spreading of the virus. In a directive to priests in Essex, he added, it is not our intention at this stage to cause panic. <laughs> I think they should chlorinate the holy water. That would stop it. <laughs> Don't worry. It's pre-chlorinated. comes right out of the tap that way. It's all set. Chlorinated and fluoridated for your protection. I've got a, a way out there story, if you want one. Okay, here we go. Um, scientist in uh, Russia, <laughs> you know, when it starts off like that, it's going to be a zinger, um, are saying they've discovered a critical link between the H1N1 influenza, known as the swine flu in the United States, but known as the Mexican flu in the rest of the world. Can't they even get their branding straight? We should consult those guys. Yep. They say that um, there's a link between the H1N1 flu and genetically modified amylopectin potatoes, better known as French fries. And what does this mean? Well, according to the reports, the protease enzyme genetically modified in the potatoes being sold throughout the Western fast food restaurants as French fries, which of course means it will be in the it'll be the French swine flu, um, causes an, an quote explosive replication of the H1N1 virus by increasing the acidic conditions of the endosome 
and causing the hemagglutinin protein to rapidly fuse the viral envelope with the vacuolose membrane, thus causing the M2 ion channel to allow protons to move through the viral envelope and acidify the core of the virus, which causes the core to disassemble and release the H1N1's RNA and core proteins into the host's cells. That's the way these things work. So what's new? <laughs> what do you mean, what's new? That was new to me. So you're saying, no, so, okay, so if you have this. RNA works, yeah. Yeah, the right. RNA virus. So, it's a retrovirus, so the more, So basically the more french fries I don't you know what's got to do with potatoes. Oh, oh, I see what you're saying. Oh, so it's a trick. So what they're trying to say, which apparently they're not doing very well, is they're <laughs> trying to say that the, the, the genetically modified french fries mm -hmm. – have some aspect to them, the which is a triggering mechanism yes. to make this virus work better. Or Pro in other words, you could, so you could, well, you could target it. So in yes. other words, what you're developing is a is a genetically modified kind of a, a key that yes. if you are ingesting this stuff and you you come across this virus, boom, you're you get dead. It. You get it because and, and if you don't eat these crappy French fries made from these phony bologna potatoes, yes. which by the way I didn't know, realize that the fast food restaurants are using GMO potatoes. Oh could well, I, I you know I think I would I, I, I would think that could be possibility. It, it, it could be a big possibility. And, That's why uh, I eat burritos. They'll kill you slower. The burritos will not kill you. They just make you logy. <laughs> yes. That's the word. Logy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I thought that was a very interesting um, bit of data there. I'm like, I like okay. it. Yeah. There, there is a lot of thought, I mean, in, amongst the, the, the writing community for writing stories where you have. Uh, a you know these ideas of having these two elements that one if you're if you're doing one thing and then uh, you, you match up with something else you can, in other words you can literally kill off a huge uh, percentage of the population if you can find like like an ethnic group you want to get rid of yeah like the ethnic group Americans who eat French fries which is pretty <laughs> much it's pretty much the entire population yeah well it's those French fries if you get go buy your own uh, russets near you know at the store you're not going to have this problem or you use some other potato you once again it boils down to money so here it is if you research Gillian Barr syndrome you'll find that it is an autoimmune disease wherein the body's disease-fighting systems are overstimulated. So the H1N1 vaccine is composed of antigen and adjuvant components. The antigen is the antibody. The adjuvant is the hamburger helper, which stimulates the body's immune system, whether it needs it or not. Analogy. If you have 300 million people to treat or feed, and only enough antigen for 200 million, what do you do? You add more adjuvant the hamburger helper. So his point in his analysis is if many of the people who receive the added adjuvant don't need it and their immune system goes into high gear when it should be in low gear, what happens? Gillian-Barr syndrome. Are you following? Totally. Then that makes nothing but sense because when you have to rush out a vaccine, you won't have enough of, of the actual, the right, you know, the right components. Right. You're going to well, be short. You're going to have if a sh any, if any of the right components. Well, let's assume that you do. Let's assume you got a, a, you know, 10 molecules of it and you need, you know, five to get, you know, to the point where it's going to work in your system as a, as a vaccine. But you can't. But you need ten people. You have ten people that need to be vaccinated. You got ten molecules. Each of them need five molecules. So you give each of them one molecule and throw in some booster that is some other weird chemical that screws your body up, and it takes the one molecule and, and tries to make it work. So this makes total sense as to why early news reports were saying that the swine flu is going to kill young, healthy kids. You know, typically between 12 and 19 years of age, because these are the kids that don't actually need any of it. They're getting this adjuvant hamburger helper. Their body goes into high gear and starts to kill itself. It's a good theory. I mean, I, I'm sure there's a, somebody out there who was rolling their eyes, but so, I, well, I like well, it. That ad was an insult to everybody's intelligence. You think that ad's an insult? You want to hear a really insulting ad? Go. Joe brought it home from the office. He gave it to Betty and one of his kids, and to Betty's mother. But Betty's mother went back to California the next day, before she knew she had it. 
on her way to the airport, Betty's mother gave it to the cab driver, to the ticket agent, and to one of the charming stewardesses. Joe's kid gave it to some other kids in second and fourth grades. And Mrs. Merrill, the third grade teacher, she got it and gave it to her husband. And in California, Betty's mother gave it to her best friend, Dottie. But Dottie had a heart condition, and she died. But before <laughs> she died, Dottie gave it to her friend, and the mailman, and the paper. If a swine flu epidemic comes, this is how it could spread. You'll want to be protected, especially if you're elderly or chronically ill. Get a shot of protection. A swine flu shot. Recommended by the U.S. Public Health Service. <laughs> <laughs> I thought they were giving. I thought she was giving people gonorrhea the way it was I like going. It, but she died. She died. <laughs> but before she died. she died, well, before she died, she gave it to someone else. This is this is a PSA, dude. These are for real. We I got thirties. I got thirties. I got sixties. I, I got everything you want. You how much uh, swine flu? Get the swine flu shot. Get a shot of protection. That's going to be the new slogan. A shot of protection. I like it. <laughs> yeah, he would. Let's listen to another one. Hold on a second. There's got to be more. I want to hear the, the shorter versions of these PSAs. Hey, I'm the healthiest 55-year-old you've ever seen. If a swine flu epidemic comes, your good health <laughs> won't protect you. Get a shot of yeah. protection, the swine flu shot, recommended by the U.S. Public Health Service. <laughs> Why do we need this? I mean, we don't have to. The regular flu kills a half a million people. Hold on, like... hold on, hold on. Let's listen to another one. The swine flu shot? I don't know. I've been thinking about it. If a swine flu epidemic comes, <laughs> thinking about it won't protect you. Get a shot of protection. The swine flu shot. That's the, the meme, dude. Get a, Get a shot of protection. 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 Listen to no agenda. I don't need another flu shot. I had a flu shot last year. If a swine flu epidemic comes, last year's shot won't protect you. Get a shot of protection, the swine flu shot, recommended by the U.S. Public Health Service. So this thing is not even available yet, this swine flu shot. And already, no, they, they, and, and not only that, but they have to fast track it because they really can't prove it's a good shot. I mean, in 1976, we had an outbreak of a form of swine flu, and the shot, nobody died from the swine flu. It was really super mild, and but the shot killed between 25 and 300 people. While you're over there in uh, in the Netherlands, you might want to talk to your um, to your hosts about this. I had not heard of this until I read it in uh, in the Spiegel uh, magazine. Apparently, they're using a, um, they call it the mosquito, but it's a teen repellent system uh, throughout the Netherlands, in, in uh, actually in Rotterdam, out Charlois. Did you say teen? Yes, teen, as in teenagers, a teen repellent. What it is, it's a device that uh, you can, uh, so wherever kids are loitering, and apparently, so this is now in use in uh, in Rotterdam. Or a a a, a, um, a suburb of uh, Rotterdam. You hang this device up, and it, it emits an extremely annoying sound, but at a frequency that apparently can only be heard by people under the age of twenty-five. So that's got to. Oh, be that's the uh, yeah, right. They can hear stuff that we that adults can't hear. But I that there's devices being used in Holland. Yeah. Did you heard of this? And. Um, so he says, yeah, he's heard of it. I I hadn't heard of it. And I'm like, this is amazing. This is like super Gitmo Nation stuff, man. You get like a, they like hang a, some, like some a ray, a beam, like a, a like, <laughs> and it drives it, the kids away. Yeah. And it gives, <laughs> the, it gives the kids headaches and they're like, oh man, I don't, I don't want to be near that thing. And so of course what they're doing is they're hanging these things outside of places where they don't want kids loitering. So what do the kids do is they go inside the establishment to loiter on the inside. <laughs> so it's totally backfiring. But this is obviously raising uh you know human rights issues because of you know it's, it's an outrage. You're hanging up shit to repel people. That's that's not right. <laughs> Teen repellent. You got to go and find this, man. You're getting me thinking this is not a bad idea. <laughs> Get off my lawn, kids, or I'll turn on the mosquito. <laughs> you know, I drive around with my daughter is 14, and she and I, I I get some new brakes on the car, and apparently to her they squeak. And you can't hear and them, right? I can't hear them. And I mean, I mean, you can get them to squeak by doing certain things. But she's claiming that whenever I touch the brake pedal, it's just this gosh awful sound of screeching brakes. You see, and I, and I, 
So I don't know. Well, I, I like this whole technology because if there's one thing that's amazing, it's the fact that there's a device that makes teenagers listen to anything. So why can't I get a hold of one of these devices and uh, and send out messages like, uh, clean up your room, take out the trash, <laughs> do the laundry? This is a story from Wired, uh, who was uh, Wired from uh, October 10th, so just yesterday. After years of testing the active denial system, the pain ray, which drives off rioters with a microwave-like beam, could finally have its day. The Army is buying five of the truck-mounted systems for $25 million. A great picture of this thing. <laughs> However, the energy weapon may face new hurdles before it's shipped off to the battlefield, which, <laughs> don't think that's just going to be the desert. Uh, you know that uh, that could be rolling through your street. A new report details how the supposedly non-lethal blaster could be turned into a flesh-frying killer. So uh, here's the deal. And this is for, uh, made by Raytheon, of course. Um, it's a microwave. They, uh, in, for crowd control, they uh, can just sweep this thing across the crowd, and you. And what happens is you start to burn up. You get really, really hot, and of course that will make. It's like a super taser. The taser is just one way of training us to understand what will come next when you see the super taser on the truck. You will walk away. You will be much more afraid of this than bullets. I'm telling you, bullets can miss. This thing it just boop, just shoots out a beam. Uh, these are they call them uh, directed energy weapons. You've heard that here on the Daily Source Code. This is no joke. This is for real. And they're putting these things into service. And they will use them against, uh, against our own citizens worldwide when you start to rise up. So we've got to find uh, some effective way to deflect these uh, microwave beams. How fucking science fiction is this? Crowd control with microwave beams. And people laugh at me when I say this stuff. Hey, Curry, you're fucking nuts, man. You're living a science fiction movie. It's in the mainstream media. I'm not making it up. I'm just paying attention. Drop.io slash daily source code, by the way, the place you should go pretty much every single morning if you want to see a great collection of mainstream news uh, pulled into uh, a nice little connect the dots format so you can really understand what's going on and what's being said. All these things, because it is being said, but it's not the headlines. It's not what's being pumped into our brains through television, mainly through television. And a lot of it through newspapers. And it's in the newspapers, but it's not on the headline. And uh, this is just a despicable story that uh, got uh, plenty of ink. Uh, I'm reading the version from the Los Angeles Times. U.S. intelligence analysts eavesdropped on personal calls between American over Americans overseas and their families back home and monitored the communications of workers with the Red Cross and other humanitarian organizations. Two military linguists uh, have turned whistleblower, and uh, they've come out and said, hey, you know, we were basically uh, listening to people's pillow talk, and, and we'd uh, pass around, uh, you know, almost like the Casey Kasem outtake tape. You know, we'd pass around this stuff of high-ranking officials. Really a lot of fun <laughs> listening in on people. You evil bastards. Evil. This is what's going on. The Obama administration is now demanding that law be overturned. So these say, have, give me that one again. Okay, let me pull up the, uh, this is from the, uh, San, uh, SF Gate. Uh, Humboldt County, California, uh, passed measures F and J last November. So I guess that's uh, in a referendum, I presume? I guess, I don't know. Prohibiting military recruiters from initiating contact with minors, i.e. trying oh, to get yeah, kids yeah, yeah. to, to get, get all hot for the military. Right. And Come on, uh, kids, you can shoot a gun. Yeah, awesome. Hey, s screw those video games. Try out the real deal. Uh, but now the Obama administration is demanding the law be overturned. <laughs> June 9th, Oakland, California, court hearing scheduled. The Obama administration wants to... Overturn They're it. Militaristic, these people. Yeah. Hey, kids, you get an armband just for showing up to the rally. So, um, yeah, well, you know, they'd like to turn all the 17 year olds into uh, fascists.
Um, God bless the Germans, and I've said many times. Uh, we actually we we almost got to set up Pod Pod Show Germany at the time. Uh, it was really I, I had a very good time with P Professor yeah, Wilhelm. Took me a good T-shirt, by the way. What? God bless the Germans. God bless, oh, God bless the Germans. Yeah, that is a good T-shirt. Uh, this, this is. Um, <laughs> it could be the ultimate in political control, but it won't be patented, or as we say, patented, in Germany. German media outlets reported last week that a Saudi investor's application to patent a killer chip, as the Swiss tabloids put it, has been denied. The basic model would consist of a tiny GPS transceiver placed in a capsule and inserted under a person's skin so that authorities could easily track him. Model B would have an extra function, a dose of cyanide to remotely kill the wearer without muss or fuss if authorities deemed he'd become a public threat. The inventor said the chip could be used to track terrorists, criminals, fugitives, illegal immigrants, political dissidents, domestic servants, and foreigners overstaying their visas. What happened? You, you, you forgot pedophiles. You forgot pedophiles and people who look at pornography. Uh, the invention will probably be found to violate paragraph two of the German patent law, which does not allow inventions that transgress public order or good morals. Yeah, I'd say this oversteps the boundary a bit. So where, where did this idea come from? From uh, a, a guy who's trying to, to patent it. Well, maybe Sa Saudi, Saudi, Saudi Arabia, Saudi inventor. So this is the, this is the Saudi contribution to uh, intellectual property. <laughs> well, remember, ACTA's coming soon. You never know what will be allowed. They might change those rules about good morals. ACTA could have it all for us. So the, the, here's what the, the, the kind of the downside of this. Well, downside besides the fact the chip is ridiculous, but. Here's I, I mean I, I'm just going to predict for people out there who want to see this coming down Broadway. If anybody comes up with any of these chips, these little tracking chips, the the idea that you'd have one with cyanide or arsenic or cyanide in it, you could say, do you, you sure that that chip that they're giving you it doesn't have the cyanide in it? Exactly. Or 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 that it's not being but controlled by Vista. And Vista is, is this a James Bond group organization? No, Vista is window, Windows Vista. Oh, right. <laughs> Windows. Right, it reboots and you're dead. Android. Now with Android. Uh huh. Hello? Yeah, no, I'm just, I'm just trying to think. I'm just wondering who would come up with this idea of putting arsenic in a GPS chip. I mean, these Saudis are it was, nuts. It was, I mean, it was they, cyanide. It wasn't arsenic. It was cyanide. This. Cyanide. A cyanide, I mean. Yeah, cyanide would work better. Um, <laughs> the uh, cyanide is an interesting poison. I, we've talked about it before. You can honk the horn. But, no, uh, go ahead. I don't, rec I don't recall. No, well, cyanide is like it, it. Cyanide's interesting because it's fully metabolized by the body. So if it doesn't kill you, uh, you find it doesn't have any long-term damaging effects necessarily, uh, unless it gets like this to the point where it almost kills you. But it's it's almost like it kills you, and then it gets metabolized. It's used a lot for uh, for uh, uh, assassinations where you want somebody to look like they had a heart attack because essentially it, it, it metabolizes so quickly in the body that it's hard to to uncover it in an autopsy. Right. But you, you oh, that's right. It. Yeah, I'm, I'm, that used to. Do you remember Ellery Queen? Yeah, <laughs> I'm Ellery Queen and his dad, his wacky dad, and the what was it? Was that Dick Van? No, who was it? Who was who played Ellery Queen? The long, lanky kind of dude on the. It was a TV show. A detect, but they always like cyanide. You know, it's impossible to detect because the body metabolizes it. So, but when you're working in a chemistry lab, you get you get this you smell it every so often. It's a uh, um, and you and if you know what to look for, you you run into it in food. I mean, cyanide is is very common, and it's essentially accounts really? for the almond aroma that you oh, get. Oh, that's from right. Almond. Yeah, yeah. It smells like almonds. But how? Why? It, it, so, cyanide is actually the almond aroma or an extract of it? No, it's not an extract of it at all. But the almond the almond aroma. That you're smelling when it gets really intense is actually is cyanide, and in fact you've run into the modest amounts of cyanide in, for example, apricot pits, um, mm. which are used in the French use apricot pits when they make jams and jellies. They put the pits, you know, you take you crack the the pit open. There's a little nut inside, which is, by the way, delicious. And uh, <laughs> have your cyanide pit today.
you can't. A lot of people consider that they used to call it vitamin K anti. So it was anti-cancer. There's a lot of so, controversy. So where, what is the main source of cyanide? Cyanide is just a carbon and a nitrogen uh, atom hooked together. The main source is. Uh, I mean, it's just everywhere. I mean, cyanide. I don't know where you. I don't know. I don't know. How where do you make you it? Get. How do you make it? Uh, it's very actually quite easy to make. Um, <laughs> I mean, it's like really easy to make. Really? <laughs> yeah, no, it's cool. extremely. I, I I used to know how to make it. I I mean, but I, I don't remember. Okay. But it's I I do recall it's really easy to make. You have to be real careful because you get a whiff of it every once in a while. You go whoop, uh, and wow. then you just say, "Am I? How am I doing?" And then you you okay? Now I'm fine. Really? <laughs> it's like, how am I feeling? Am I? Am I? No. Okay, I'm good. I'm good. Wow. So um, anyway, the uh, this this. Cyanide is occurs naturally in uh, food and in, in like nuts of of, of fruit, and uh, that's why you can't eat. I mean, you can eat a, a couple of these pits uh, nuts from uh, apricots, but you if you ate like a handful, you'd probably be dead. Mm. Uh, the other one where it, where it shows up, and it by the way, and the more delicious, if you really want to taste cyanide in its most flavorful form, I I think you, we need to do this. By the way, when I'm in San Francisco in June, we must have some. Well, you cyanide. can do it. You can do it in the backyard, or you no. May, but you I, I'd like to have it with you. I'd like to have some cyanide with you. Eat. <laughs> join, join me for the cyanide party. No, nah, we're both dead. This is the two shots of the head. Oh, yeah. We've got him now. Yeah. Oh, now now we've got. Oh, they were experimenting with cyanide. Ain't that a shame? Ain't that idiots. a shame? So, uh, uh, app an apple. Seed. Wait a minute, wait, John. Hold on a second. Um, I believe in UFOs. They're coming to save us. <laughs> I just got to right. say something like that real quick so that we don't get knocked out. So, uh, apple seeds, which, oh. by the way, are. Absolute good apple seed, especially if it's if it's uh, uh, mature, mm -hmm. uh, is one of the most delicious things you'll ever have. I mean, they're just tasty, and but it's a cyanide thing. You can't eat more than a few of them. You can have one or two of an apple seed. But you had a, if you yeah if you had a tea, I think a tablespoon of apple seeds you, you're risking uh, health problems you're, because of the cyanide. Yeah. Wow. Well, that's that's that is news. Thank you. That's a that's a it's a no agenda health tip. <laughs> don't eat don't eat too many apple seeds, kids. But if you get a real strong whiff of of almond um, extract smell, hmm. and that's what the smell would be exactly like. If you get some good almond extract and you sniff it, that's what cyanide smells like exactly. And uh, if you get a real strong smell of that somewhere, you know, if you can't hold your breath, you but you, um, you yeah you're you're, you're screwed. The electromagnetic pulse weapon, and this is going to be, if it, if it hasn't already been used in crowd control, we're being conditioned to get used to it with the whole like, concept of tasers. You know, there's plenty of, of weaponry, and uh, there are, you know, we have tests being done, which even discussed on this show, shooting lasers from planes, blowing up tanks on the ground. Uh, and the electromagnetic pulse weapon is interesting because it's very simple to make in its essence. It's, it's very simple technology. And it's very similar to, uh, well, it, it can basically uh, either melt stuff or can be set to uh, only melt the humans and not the buildings. But uh, listen to Newt Gingrich, uh, Gingrich. He was on Fox News Sunday this past Sunday. It's fascinating, fascinating to listen to uh, to this little, as I'm uh, talking up the hole here. Uh, let's start here with today's news. Mr. Gingrich, before... Uh... Well, I have to add to that that, of course, you know, I totally believe that there's a space war going on right now. So that is important for the setup for this story. Today's launch, you said oh, the sorry. North Koreans should not be allowed to fire a missile and that the U.S., quote, should take whatever preemptive actions are necessary. Are you saying that President Gingrich would have taken out that missile on the launch pad? Yes, I'm, I'm saying if you look at a new book by my co-author Bill Fortune called One Second. So he's plugging a book, obviously. Oh which, yeah, which, yeah. which I haven't read, and 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 it's, this this is this whole thing about you know North Korea is shooting off a missile, and I'm very confused because Japan said, oh, if you shoot it, then we're going to blow it out of the sky, and the states, uh, the. Uh, the defense, uh, the Pentagon is saying, oh, well, nothing really deployed. It fell in the ocean. I mean, there's a lot of confusion. So I just chalk it up to more space wars because there is some shit going on right now. After. And you look at electromagnetic pulse capabilities. Oh, what did I just hear? Electromagnetic pulse capabilities. Go, Newt! Which could take out one weapon to take out a third of the electric generating capacity of the United States. And we're worried about some fucking hackers? 
I mean, please. We do not appreciate the scale of threat that is evolving on the planet, and North Korea is a totally irresponsible dictatorship run by a person who is clearly out of touch with reality. And I think to say, you know, we're now going to have another meeting of the U.N. to have another paper resolution that has meaningless effect is very dangerous. I think both with Iran and with North Korea, you have countries which could decide at any morning to try to actually use their weapons. So you're saying that President Gingrich would have taken out there that... Are, there are three or four techniques that could have been used from, from unconventional forces... Now listen very closely. ...to standoff capabilities to say, we're not going to tolerate a North Korean missile launch, period. I mean, the world's either got to decide that North Korea is utterly dangerous. And again, I'd, I'd recommend look at electromagnetic pulse, which changes... Every he should have said Google it, but I, we understand what he's trying to do. Which we've known about since 1958. There you go. It changes every equation about how risky these weapons are. Uh, Governor Sanford, would you... So, there it is. We've known about there it is, since 1958. There's... Go ahead. Well, I mean, we know that when they attacked uh, uh, Iraq, every time they've done it, they've used this sort of weapon. It's some sort of a, a pulse burst thing that they can take out radar stations with and things like that, but it's yeah, not they, like... Dude, they can fry people, okay? They can yeah, fry, well, fry people. Well, you can fry people with a bomb, too, you know. You could shoot them in the head with a bullet. It's probably a lot cheaper. Are you kidding me? It's a lot easier to fry people. You just you just point that thing in the general direction, flip the switch, hook it up to the freaking smart grid, and you fry the fuckers. You know, this, uh, people don't understand how the way, uh, how we're, we're... Im, Im, imbecilic warfare is. A, a young Dutch boy died in Afghanistan in Camp Holland, which by itself sounds like a big target. Camp Holland. Lob your bombs here, everybody. Twenty-year-old marine who was there, uh, they were having lunch in Camp Holland, and, you know, someone lobbed uh, an old Iranian junker over the, over the fence, and it blew up, and like, surprise, surprise, you, you didn't know that this is really primitive shit, we're just throwing lead at, at our boys and girls? Of course you can do anything. I mean, what's cheaper? I think having a nice big dish on the roof of a tank and flipping the switch, that's going to be a lot easier just to fry a whole bunch of people in one go. This, yeah, okay, whatever. I mean, I'm not going to 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 minimize the or uh, marginalize the the concept that they, we don't have things like this. There, you know, this is, you know, it's. Uh, what do you want me to say? What do you, what is your point? My point is that, that oh, I, wait, your point is that you brought up the fact that there was electromagnetic stuff that we've got going that is so fantastic that it creates hurricanes, and you know, and it had something to do with nine eleven. Uh, what I'm not sure. No, but. I what I'm what I'm saying is people should be aware that this is going on, and that what I heard Newt Gingrich. What is he? What, what was he in the government? Well, what was, he, what was his he background? Was a, he was a congressman. Wasn't he speaker of the heart. house as well? Or, no. Yeah, yeah, he, he was, was speaker of the house. house. Well. So yeah, yeah, okay, blow hard, but he he was in the inner circle. And uh, here's this guy saying, uh, the, so the reason he no, the reason people are afraid is because apparently this technology is now so easily available that any dipshit with half a rocket can can take out a third of the country's electricity in one go. People should know that. And I was walking past, you know, kids that were that could barely, you know, they're twenty years <laughs> younger than walk. me, and they they, could, they couldn't walk. They were <laughs> bent over, you know, gasping. It was. It, I'm thinking, hey, come on, let's go. What's what's your problem? Speaking of kids, man, I, I don't know if I presume I have not looked at Dvorak.org slash blog. Uh, I presume you saw this article from the New York Times, which I'm going to Skype you the link right now, uh, titled Scouts Trained to Fight Terrorists and More. Have yeah, you seen it. this? Is this an outrage? They're training it's Boy Scouts to be like militia. <laughs> Border Patrol. Yeah, well, militia. I mean, it's crazy. I mean, it, and, and I encourage everyone, it'll be in the show notes, of course, at noagenda.mevio.com, to read through this, you know, as uh, the sheriff's hey, deputy says, scouting badge. this is about being a true-blooded American guy and girl, which, you know, it fits <laughs> right in with hilarious. the honor and bravery of the Boy Scouts. And, and it's like, you know, here, put him on his face, put a knee in his back. 
I guarantee you'll shut up then. I mean, this is the kind of training they're getting. You know? <laughs> and this, by the way, is our audience for the armbands, which it bums me out. They'd be perfect. <laughs> I got some brown shirts in the closet, too, which I think would look nifty. <laughs> this is unbelievable. It's, this article it goes is actually beyond good. unbelievable. Yeah, and the pictures are just too too, too precious. <laughs> I mean, this looks like fifteen year old kids in combat gear with handguns and and assault rifles, and uh, oh, I want to cry. It's so wrong. Yeah, this article. People who uh, follow the show, uh, this will be posted in the show notes. You have to if you haven't seen this article in the New York Times, and we do have a a, a version of it on the blog. But if you haven't seen this article, it, it's just like you, it's a it's a head shaker and an eye roller that to the max. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It really is. You, you, you'll just go. And these kids look like the. I mean, these. Kids, I don't really want to get into it. Please say it. Say it. Say it. Say it. It's important. Like a bunch of boneheads. Yeah. Yeah, these are the kids who always have the big uh, uh, bunch of keys dangling from their belt. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, in fact, one of them has oh, keys no, really? dangling from the belt. <laughs> really? Really? Wait, I gotta yeah, look right at the, it. The, in the front. I gotta look at it again. Hold on. Because <laughs> those are always the kids. Oh, you're right. No, he only has like a couple keys. Well, they all have a key. This no, seat. no, I think he's got, he's got worse. He's got the thing hanging from his belt with the hook, and it looks like it goes into his pocket. Oh. These are the guys who have the keys, or the or the my favorite all time favorite thing is be, that these guys do, which must be a chick magnet, is you have this keychain thing hooked to a hole drilled through your wallet, oh. and then the wallet is shoved into your pocket, hooked to this chain. Exactly. Like everybody's out to get your wallet. Yeah, I mean, please. I don't want all that important cash to get ripped off, baby. They got to take me with it, all my money. Oh, funny. You can find the script for this episode as well as downloads for every episode of Jay Won't Dart's podcast at jwontdart.blogspot.com. If you want to contact me, even just to say you listened, send an email to jwontdart at gmail.com, jwontdart at gmail.com. I'd appreciate it. Have a super happy day. Bye. These people out there and anyone who's worked with the public in a, in a government agency they run into them because they're always calling in and complaining about this sort of thing you know you go over there and the guy's got aluminum foil plastered all over the walls and a thing on his head and he's always pointing here and pointing there saying yeah they got a beam coming in from the window and they're trying to bake me over here and on one thing or another right but see i don't i don't write those guys off (laughs) i really don't yeah well you should you should well maybe you do hang out with them i'm not sure but uh while you're, I find uh, them to be I find them to be hard to deal with to be honest about it. They're, they for one thing they're so sincere and then and they're looking for someone to believe them that it's like it's kind of I don't know I feel uncomfortable around those folks sorry for you out there I'm sure there's a few of them listen to the show I would hope so because they're the only true connection to what's going on <laughs> send all your crazy shit to me I won't call you a nutcase